Hello and welcome to Writing Today. In this episode, I'm going to be doing a book review of Metro 2033 by Dmitry Glukovsky. If you are interested in reading this book review rather than listening to it, you can find it on my website, thependsleuth.com, where I have all my other content as well, from writing articles to other book reviews and even short stories. And as always, if you haven't yet subscribed, I recommend you do, as you'll be notified of all my future uploads. And if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to leave a like as well. So with that said, let's get straight into the review. Metro 2033 can be best described as a surreal post-apocalyptic adventure centered around the life of survivors who have taken up in the metro beneath Moscow. The world has been devastated by the power of nuclear weapons, not only for their destructive force, but also their lingering radiation. But this is not a story about how the bombs dropped, but rather a story about one's journey and exploration of one's will to live when assaulted by many dangers on both the mind and heart, not just the body. And with that said, let's get straight into the spoiler-free review. I'm going to start with a short summary of simply setting the scene of Metro 2033 when you start the novel. It's been some decades since the bombs have dropped. Few characters who are old enough still fondly remember what life was like before the remnants of humanity took shelter in the metro tunnels that ran beneath Moscow. Life in this new world is dark, depressing and tough, requiring many to do horrible things for the sake of survival. That's not to say civilization is completely destroyed, as the stations have now become miniature cities, some with bustling trade and others with strong military foundations. Yet, some have developed into almost cult-like behaviour, violent political factions still exist, as do bandits and madmen. Not to mention the strange creatures and anomalies that have control over the surface and hide in the darkest tunnels. Artyom, the protagonist in this novel, is given a mission to deliver a message from a mysterious but inspiring man to another named Melnik in the station called Polis. It is a mission brought about by horrible visitations of twisted humanoid creatures to this humble station that Artyom has been living. These creatures cause death and madness. The story follows Artyom's journey from station to station, and his encounters with these creatures and anomalies in the tunnels and on the surface, as well as the factions and madmen I mentioned earlier, which can be just as bad, if not worse. With that said, now let's talk about the characters themselves. As with most stories following a long journey, there are many characters to talk about, but as always, I will mention the ones you will get to know in the first stages of the book. First we have Artyom. Artyom is a character who develops a sense of duty when it comes to his mission. He understands the threat of these creatures which have visited his station, and despite being no more than a simple worker at the station, sometimes helping chop mushrooms or stand guard, he decides to approach it with an air of importance. Artyom is only 21 years old, but growing up in the metro has forced him to experience many dark things, making him tough and even wise beyond his years. There are many philosophical moments that help add to his personality as the story goes on, but most of the lessons he learns comes from the tense moments during the events of the story. The second important character you meet early in the story is Hunter. Hunter is a character who gives this mission to Artyom, despite having only just met him. 
Artyomfan's hunter's bravery in facing the tunnels and his too stubborn to die attitude inspiring and quickly idolizes Hunter for his traits. Thirdly, we have Sukhoi, who not only raised Artyom, but also voices the emotion most feeling in the metro have. Hopelessness. Sukhoi, especially since the arrival of this new threat known as the Dark Ones, has felt the terrible funk of depression for a long time. Life never gets better, and with that in mind, Sukhoi feels that the coming of the Dark Ones means the end of humanity. Of course, this view of hopelessness also latches onto uh, Artyom, as it does everyone else uh, in the metro. You can understand that the situation could lead to such a feeling. These are not the only views that Artyom will experience, though, throughout the story. He'll encounter many characters who help or hinder him, each with their own views and goals uh, when it comes to living in the metro. And these looks on life will ultimately affect Artyom's as well, as some will resonate with him more than others. I find that the characters in the story are realistic enough in the world space. Even those who have been driven mad in this world have proper reasons to be. It could be the shock of this uh, life underground, these anomalies, these creatures, the radiation even could affect their mind. There are so many ways that a character can be driven to such an extent that they, they lose their grip on reality and they take up a new version of reality that they feel more comfortable with. On a more personal note, I have found that there are many elements in the story that are beyond belief, so there was plenty of opportunity for the characters to also fit that sort of role, to be so unbelievable, perhaps even ridiculous. But the author decided, I guess, not to do that. I suppose making characters a bit more down-to-earth and realistic will make some scenes more impactful, dark and uncomfortable, as you could relate to characters who are a bit more believable than you can relate to those who constantly go against what you expect uh, of a regular human being. Now let's discuss the writing style. I have found that the writing style was very easy to follow. At no point during uh, the story I found myself lost and confused with what is happening, the characters or anything like that. Occasionally it is uh, very descriptive, perhaps even too much, but that's just my preference. Of course, there are several surreal moments in the story, so I suppose description would be needed to help convey what is happening. If read seriously, Metro 2033 could be finished in three to four days. However, if you prefer casual reading, uh, reading for short periods of time casually, it could take about twice that with about six to eight days. Like most post-apocalyptic fiction, Metro 2033 includes many dark scenes. And I would say that those 16 or older would read it comfortably. I would say that the author Dmitry Glukovsky does an excellent job of setting the scene and conveying emotions. It is a story that doesn't bog you down with unnecessary details and the slow moments and with the action-packed scenes it'll be easy to follow and enjoyable. Now Metro 2033 is written by a Russian author, but unlike the other books uh, which are not written initially in English, uh, it is also translated by the very same author. So if you're worried about reading a book and you feel that the translation might muddle the, the author's vision for the story, don't be. This is written excellently by Dmitri, and at no point did I find myself wondering if this could have been 
uh, written better or not. It is superbly done. And now time for my final thoughts on Metro 2033. I should say that my first encounter with the Metro series is not through the books, but through the video games which are a lot more popular. Which I think is a real shame because I found that this form of medium is a perfect uh, way to tell the story of Metro. I found the book a lot more enjoyable. What I found most interesting though is when I compare the two, obviously when it came to the video game, some scenes were pumped up with action and monsters to make it more entertaining and exciting. However, in the story you'll find that it's more about tenseness, about uh, thrilling moments and suspense rather than gun blazing action. This is because the story wants to be a bit more down to earth with what it is telling. It focuses more on characters, where their mind is at, where their heart is at. And this is only developing as the story goes on. Probably one of my favorite elements of Metro 2033 is that stories are passed around by word of mouth. This is an element that allows for a lot of reader imagination. When it comes to telling a story through word of mouth, a small station on the other side of the metro, you'll hear a story about a larger station somewhere else. This story will be passed around, and as a result, it will be exaggerated, details will be altered. So by the time the small station gets the story, the story could be silly or totally inaccurate. So there's a semblance of doubt always whether the story is legitimate or not. However, it is that doubt that can lead to a lot of tense moments, as one doesn't know entirely what one could expect. The story only just uh, stokes the fires, as it were, but then it's the imagination that gets the fires roaring. The character will then wonder how accurate the story is. Is it even worse than what the story conveys? Or is it something different to what the story conveys, which can be equally as terrifying? As any thriller writer knows, if you can use the imagination of the reader against them, you can tell a truly scary story. Now this is not a scary story I found by any means. I think that Metro 2033 is more close to an adventure story than it is to a horror or thriller. But there have these elements in them that make it that much more exciting and dark and for me enjoyable. It's stories like these that uh, I find more gripping as fear is probably one of the most common emotions that anyone has ever felt. And uh, the main characters in this story certainly feel fear. And now to conclude, Metro 2033, in my mind, is a great example of post-apocalyptic fiction. I feel it has everything that makes the subgenre great. It has humanity struggling to survive, it has the constant danger of radiation poisoning, it has the, the supernatural elements brought about by this post-apocalypse to make it a bit more interesting and exciting. So if the combination of survivor struggles and serial supernatural situations sounds like your kind of book, then you will enjoy Metro 2033 by Dmitry Glukovsky. And that brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed, be sure to leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already. And if you are interested in checking out any of my work, from my articles, to my short stories, to my courses, you can find it all on my website, thepinnedsleuth.com. There's a link to that in the description below. Thank you for listening, and as always, good day, good night, and happy reading.